Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Thank you, Lord. Hello? Hey, uh... uh... Can we have a prayer request before you start praying? Oh, yes. All right. I need you to pray for me about my church because I I don't really know uh, how I really feel about my church right now. Uh, My bishop, you know, he's, like, gone too much. and. uh, it's just, you know, like I'm constant. Like I just, he finally, I've been texting him and inboxing him about uh, whether or not we was going uh, Tuesday because they wanted me to pick up a shift. And uh, he said, I'm like, are you going to be back in time for Bible study? And he didn't respond. I'm like, well, I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? I need to know if I need to pick up, you know, work, switch shift. And, uh, so he's just now responding to my text. I'm, like, I'm not going to be there. I got a good friend of mine that's going to preach Sunday. You will really enjoy him. And uh, you need to be there Tuesday for the word, even though he ain't going to be there. So I, I, I'm just struggling with that. Okay. Now just pray, pray for me. Pray for my shepherd. I don't know what to do. I think so, we're both in the same boat about that. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I'm really, you know, like I'm just now, like he's just now responding. I'm like, hey, you know, like, can I get a? Can you say something? Let me know. Are you yeah. gonna be here Tuesday? Because I can pick up a shift Tuesday. Um, if you're not gonna be here, ain't no sense. You know, what am I gonna be there? Ain't I need to be there for the word. Who's gonna be teaching it? Who's gonna be teaching Bible study? At? Who who at Praise Covenant is gonna teach Bible study? Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, like, who? I mean, like, really, who? Who else is there that is capable of teaching Bible study? Because we don't want to hear man's wisdom. Because <laughs> that's what you know. People be preaching. Yeah. yeah, and you know, oh my God, Jesus! But, I am so excited. Just pray for me, because I, you know, like, what? What makes the sheep stray? The shepherd not being attentive to them. You know, and I don't know. David was a shepherd. He, you know what I'm saying? Nobody fought the lion and the bear for David. David was there to protect the sheep. Right. Always there and putting somebody else in his stead. I mean, like, you're a pastor. You're not an evangelist. And if you are one, you need to, I mean, if you are just an evangelist, you need to find somebody who can be a pastor. Right. Jesus Christ, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. Because that's what I was think, fighting with just a few minutes ago. I'm like, okay, do I really want to go to church after I know that everything that comes out this man's mouth, he's getting it off the Internet, he's getting it off of TV, you know. Like, do I really want to go? <laughs> All right. And so I was thinking, like, I'm about to go to somebody else's church Sunday, then he just texts me back because I was like, 
that he said he wasn't going to be there Sunday. And, I, girl, I'm going to read it to you what he said. I'm going to read it to you. He's, I mean, just But like crazy. I said, you grew, you grew up in it, so you know what a pastor is like. Right. You know, and, that I, you, and you know, okay, he is presiding bishop, but you know what a presiding bishop, his call is, too. Like, you yeah, know, even, you know. Even, even a presiding bishop, my first cousin was presiding bishop for 25 years, and he was at home. At home, yeah. He's been unfaithful, basically. Yeah, he said, hey, daughter, tomorrow I, I, tomorrow I have a great, because at first I said, I text him. He never, remember I told you, I, I, I text him about the uh, Bible, about his Bible college. He never got back with me on that. I said, will you be here Tuesday? Um, I said, I don't want to pick up a shift if you teach it. And he said, hey, daughter, tomorrow I have a great friend of mine preaching, and you will enjoy him. I won't be back on Tuesday, but you have to stay in Bible study and get that word. Who, who's teaching it? Yeah. Lord, um, help us, Lord. We need your wisdom. Yeah, we need revelation. We need wisdom, and I—I I promise I was gonna like tonight. I was gonna ask you. I'm like, okay, so whose church you gonna go to tomorrow? Cause I might just go with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm—I'm I'm just really, you know, back and forth now. Like, I just need the Lord to let me know: Do I be obedient and go to the house where my pastor told me to go and listen to whoever he has there to preach, or do I? go where I feel like, you know, I, I would rather be. They always, do, they always say that it's a blessing when we stay in a dry place. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, uh, I don't know. Is Naya on here? No, I, I didn't hear her get on. Oh, my God. I, I'm struggling. I, I really am, man. I'm, I don't know, you know, like, I don't want to be disobedient to the shepherd. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, do I... I mean, like, I don't want to get to church and be like, here go, I get up here, and then whoever's going to be there preaching, don't preach. They do it. They exhort. And then you whatever. walk away. Yeah, you walk, walk out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did she say she was oh. going to? Is she at work? Oh, Naya? Yeah. I'm not sure. She said she was going to be on here. I'm just trying to give her a few minutes. Well. I really don't know. Uh, let me unbox her and see what she's doing. I just, I really, you know what I'm saying, I really don't know. Um, just going to tell her. Help us. Because you yeah. don't know and I don't know. And I had a yeah. dream that I was uh, going to a lady that I know that uh, preaches to her house. And I'm like, me and my kids was knocking on her door. We went in her house. And I'm just like, Lord, like, you telling me to go to her church? <laughs> right. And I was just thinking, you know, like, Pastor Leslie, she's a female preacher. You know what I'm saying? Like, her church is on 24th and Jefferson. She don't have a whole lot of people there. And these dreams I've been having, I'm like, I don't normally have dreams like this. My cousin just texted me talking about uh now Sister Harrison text she finally texted me. No, she ain't even she didn't even text me. She sent out a mass text. 
Um, she said, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Please check your emails for an important message from your bishop. Thank you in advance. I mean, like, you didn't see the text that I sent you about was there going to be Bible study? Crazy. Uh, my cousin just, she just said, wait a minute, she said, you know that a lesson to the radio, on the radio station tonight, Dr. McAllister and Sarah Lee, they are awesome. They are on the Hope Line. They help young adults from 25 years and younger, and they have a prayer line. A young lady just got off the radio saying that she is mad because it seems God is not answering her. What should she do? Keep praying. Keep praying. Because sometimes he answers, and it don't be what we want. What we want to hear. Yep, it don't want, don't, it's not what we want to hear. Right. I just told him I was online. Well, we're going to go ahead and start praying. I don't. I, I just, you know, what I'm saying. I just feel like, Lord, I don't want to be disobedient. You know, what I'm saying, but I don't even know if I want to stay in this church. I mean, like you are always gone. Like you stay gone, then you won't. Then this dude wants me to work for him and switch my Tuesday for Wednesday. And I'm like, if this is not going to be there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be there. I can go ahead and take this shift and then uh, be off, and then I can go to prayer Wednesday, you know. I'd rather go to prayer, you know. And, I'm, and he's talking about, he, no, go ahead and go, you know, for the word. But I'm thinking. That's probably what the letter's going to be about in the uh, email, too. Yeah, I'm going to see it and pull it up. Girl, I can't, I just don't know what to do. I'm like, really? Greatness. Jesus Christ, Lord have mercy. Sometimes we just don't understand. It says, I hope, girl, let me see what this. Uh, It says, I hope each of you had a great Thanksgiving and you enjoyed your families. I want to write to the church members concerning our new furnace project. What for our main sanctuary? Last week I presented a proposal to begin a campaign to purchase a new heating unit for our church so that our members can be comfortable throughout the winter session. Our request was for 50 people to pledge to give specific amounts over the next 30 days, 25 to give 150 and 25 to give 100. I want to first thank the following individuals and families who have pledged to donate to this cause. Your prompt response was appreciated. Al Archie, $100. Jackie Archie, $100. Laron and Crystal Robinson, $150. Raymond Brinkley, $100. Minister Burton, who was that? Paid $150. Stephen Robinson, $100. Uh... Anthony and Lisa Shepard paid a hundred. That's Lisa. Uh, Brother Quincy, a hundred dollars. Phyllis Brown paid one fifty. Secondly, I want to encourage all of our other members to pledge immediately. Timing and your response is very important. We want to begin to begin this process this week. But as you see, 
you can see we didn't um, get but 1,050 players and only nine members to participate in this campaign. So we will have to delay the start of the project until we get our gold pledge. Please see Sister Jackie Archie tomorrow at church to make your pledge to support this endeavor. Remember, working together works. The sooner we can get the pledges, the sooner we can return to our main sanctuary. Thanks in advance for assistance. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't they just get that heat effect? Yeah, didn't I was about to say that. I was just about to say we do you remember. Do you remember like how we kept on uh, being in the other the sanctuary? Then yes. they had somebody come in. They bootlegged the the heater system. Then they said somebody pulled it out or something. I mean, yes. whoever fixed it pulled it out wrong. I fixed it wrong and it burnt out. And then all of a sudden it was working again. You know what? The devil is alive. Yeah. I know. And then you call it a campaign. Dad, I'm on the line, boo. Oh, sorry. Look at me. Okay. Maya. Uh, I'm here. Kind of, We're here. We, talk, we just kind of started out talking about prayer requests. You know, like, I'm in a situation, of, you know, about my past. So I really don't know if I want to continue to go there. Um, okay. Before you continue, my friend. Hey, hey, hey. Before you continue, my friend on the phone, so I want you to, you know, say something you ain't want to say around him, but I'm just letting um, you know he on the phone, too. I ain't going to say nothing that I can't repeat. Right. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm just making sure you know everybody on the phone. Yeah, so. But okay, so you, I'm listening. Um, The prayer request is just, you know what I'm saying, so that I can, I'm really, like, on the fence about continuing going to my church because my pastor is supposed to be a pastor, but he more he evangelizes more than he pastors. And so I'm not quite sure. So I sent him a text and an email, I mean, an inbox of whether or not he would be there. He said he wasn't going to be there Sunday, tomorrow. So I asked him to be back Tuesday because somebody asked me um, would I switch shifts with them and uh, work, you know, work Wednesday instead of Tuesday. And uh, I I told him I had to check and see if, you know, a few things out, and I would give him an answer in a few. And so he inboxed me, and he said uh, that I should go the first Tuesday. He's not going to be there Tuesday, but I should still go. And so I'm not quite sure. I don't want to be disobedient and not go to church when he told me to go. But at the same time, I don't want to go to church to listen to somebody exhort and not teach Bible study. So my prayer is that, you know, I make the right decision as far as my church is concerned. So that's what okay. we just have any request, just talk, you know, before we went into prayer. And if there's any more prayer requests, <laughs> say that too. But uh, me and... Go ahead. Now, just pray for my kids. You probably can't hear me because I'm on the um. I downloaded an app and he's talking to me through my app. He called on his phone, so oh. if you don't hear me, just let me know. But I just pray for my kids. Okay, we pray for the kids. Definitely pray for the kids. So you know, just really want to pray and hold up our shepherds and you know, just pray that God will give us wisdom and that whatever decision we make, and that it not that we don't make. We hasten our decisions uh, 
being in the flesh, you know what I'm saying? We want to I want to be obedient. Uh, but at the same time, I want to be I want to be helped. I don't want to just be, you know what I'm saying, a member of somebody's church. I really, you know, I need shepherding. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in the world long enough, you know what I'm saying? And when you don't have uh, the proper leadership and the teaching that you need when you're coming from out of the world, you tend to stray. And that is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody that is there to shepherd me and make sure that I stay where I'm supposed to be and that I'm actually not living off of what I already know, but I'm being taught that I may grow. I don't want my growth to be stumped or hindered as a result of me not being taught. You know what I'm saying? Because you you can't, the Bible says you have to have a preacher. Right. I can't do without a preacher. You have to have a you have to have a pastor. You have to have a shepherd. You have to have a covering. So I'm just praying that the Lord will just um, give me the right thing to do. And uh, same thing for Tanisha. Okay. She's going through the same thing with her pastor. And I don't know if it's just a trick or attack that the, the enemy has on the body right now, as far as keeping our pastors busy, where right. they are more attuned to you know tickle people's ear with, you know, nice words and gestures versus hearing really from God. I need somebody that's listening to Jesus. I don't need somebody that's trying to get status and money and, you know, pets on. I need somebody that is, you know, let's say calling to shepherd God's people. So that's my prayer. And uh, if anybody else needs to pray about anything, uh, spoken or unspoken, you, you just be ready to go into prayer. I know Corey yeah. been um dealing with something recently his pastor as well. Yeah. Really? Stuff he was telling me earlier. Yep. So and he I just told him to pray and see God, you know, just getting a word and just pray and ask God to give answers because I personally can't give you those answers because one, I don't know your pastor. I don't know the the the, the culture of your church and you know, and I'm not there. So I, I really can't give you an answer. I don't really know what to say, and I don't want to say the wrong thing against the man of God. Yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. it's a problem for my own pastor. Yeah, I think so, I, don't, I don't. I really, I really. As we more, the more we talk and the more I listen in my spirit, I just really believe that that it's, it's, it's the enemy uh, that is attacking our shepherds. Because see, if the shepherd is not alert then the enemy can come in and devour the sheep. He can come in and he can distract mm-hmm. and he can discourage. So when the shepherd is off, the sheep are astray. You know what I'm saying? So, you you know, I, and I, but really I do believe that it is an attack from the devil that all of us have had some kind of encounter um, where our pastor has not uh, delivered on the level that he should be delivering. So that's really, you know, really go into prayer about that because it is really, it's it's, it's a serious thing. Like whatever hindering them with distracting them with, uh, what's another word? What's another thing? Yeah, whatever's got their attention, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, because uh, it's not, it's not, it's not about status. You know what I'm saying? It's not about uh how many churches you got up under you or how many people you got sitting on the on the pew, people are lost. People are dying. People are dying right in the church. 
and people going to get to heaven and they're going to think that they've been saved. Lord, help us, Jesus. They're going to think that they've been living right all this time and, be, and go to hell because they're not being taught the truth. It's not I'm telling you, there's so much more to salvation than what we're getting. And it's, I mean, and I don't know. I just feel like God, you know, he is tugging at my heart, I know, because God come tonight, some some of us, I might not make it. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are not going to make it as a result of things that are being done. And, you know what I'm saying, we are not emptying ourselves to to God the way we should. And we say we're seeking God, but we really don't be seeking God like we say we should, you know, because, I don't know, right. I just feel like, Lord, just, you know, have mercy. So we can go in a prayer and just really lift up our pastor because we really need, you know, it's an attack. I'm telling you, the Bible says it's going to be a great falling away, a great falling away. How, how do you think that's going to happen? Because the sheep are going astray. They're scattered. You know what I'm saying? It's just like my dream. It's just like my dream. Yes, so we got to really pray, y'all. I don't. I just feel led in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? There's things, um, you know, like as a child, you should be able to, you can, you can get over, you know what I'm saying, with help and in teaching. Uh, when you're when you raising your children, you teach your children how to walk. You take them by the hand. You, t- you put them in a walker. You know, you got different things to help strengthen their legs so that they can learn to walk. Um, and... Uh, a lot of people, we as a, as the body are not being strengthened. We are not being taught to walk out Christianity. You know, it's not. I mean, like, man, it's just like a fad. It's just like something to do. We get everybody get up and go to church on Sunday, like we in some kind of cult or uh, going to the club. And that's not. It's got to be more. I just, just yeah, keep. Just pray for me. Pray for me. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to pray. Father God, for your
Father God, there is a great falling away going on right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We need you. We need your spirit, Lord God. Once you, Jesus, when you left this earth, you said you would bring the Holy Ghost down, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to teach us all things, to comfort us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the revelation of your word, Lord God. We can live in it and we can walk in it, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you would give us tunnel vision, Lord God, that we would not look to the left nor to the right, but we would keep our eyes focused on you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. If we come here and gather and pray, Lord God, we are seeking you, Lord God. We are seeking you for answers, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We are seeking you to every need that we have, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you would touch our children, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would give them courage, Lord God, that you would give them boldness, Lord God, that you would strengthen their hearts and their minds, Lord God, that you would give them clarity, that you would give them wisdom and understanding, Lord God, like great in this earthly realm, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, destroy all discouragement, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we need whatever right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let us not be moved by our own understanding, Lord God. Let us not be moved by our own knowledge, Lord God. But we need your spirit, Lord God, your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Let it cover us. Let it work through us, Lord God. Let it think for us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For you are the ancient of days, Lord God. You are the beginning and the end, Lord God. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. So we need you more than ever right now, Lord God. Oh, we need you. We need you, Lord God, because we have people, Lord God, following behind us, even though we might not think they are, Lord God. But we can't go astray, Lord God. We can't be the blind leading the blind, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Praise us up to be mighty men and women of God, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask for ministering angels, legions of ministering angels, Lord God, to deal with us, Lord God, to war for us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to prepare the way for us, Lord God. Give us clarity, Lord God. Clarity in our mind, Lord God, so we can make the right decisions, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, in advance, Lord God, for being a prayer. Yes, God. Thank you, God. For all you Thank you, Lord God, for giving us the right scripture, Lord God. That we need for right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for your healing power, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Revival, true revival. That will run through our family, our bloodline, Lord God. That will run through our community, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Your spirit, Lord God, that destroys yokes, Lord God. That sets captives free, Lord God. That gives us liberty, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For you are a way maker, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You are a heart fixer and a mind regulator, Lord God. I know these things to be true, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And for you are a God who can work fast and suddenly, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You, it, it don't have to take you 10 years, one year to do the things that we need you to do for us in our lives, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For you are such, such a God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Raise us up, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give us a fire and a zeal for you on tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And let it last, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, no, 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 yes, yeah. Let us not be lukewarm in the name of Jesus. If we have to keep our TVs off, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, let us know. We have to turn off the radios, Lord God. Let us 
Oh, we don't want to be twisted and turned in different ways, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For we are seeking you, Lord God, your wisdom, Lord God, not man's wisdom, Lord God. Oh, for our world is in danger, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask that you would go in Chicago area, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and bless your people, raise them up in that that state, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Because we are in a war, Lord God. This is a spiritual war that we are going through. This is a a race war that we are going through, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Protect our brothers, our African-American brothers and sisters, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, turn the hearts of the policemen, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give them discernment on when to shoot and when not to shoot, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. There can't be no more bloodshed in the name of Jesus. But we are standing in the gap for our country, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Come through these airways, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Say, So you know what's going on behind the scenes in this world, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. For we can stand on you because you are a solid rock in the name of Jesus. You are our foundation, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that's why we come seeking you for answers, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We come seeking you for joy, strength, protection, Lord God, by your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Thank you for being our great intercessor, Jesus. Hallelujah. So many of us, oh God, are going to stand before you, Lord God, and we're not going to make it in. We are being deceived, oh God. Hallelujah. What do you want us to do? What is it that you want us to be on Right now, Lord God, I just want to be with you. I want to be right now, Lord God. 
Hallelujah. I don't want to go to somebody's club or somebody's click organization, oh God, but I want to be Hallelujah. I want to be a part of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I don't want to be part of some denomination. Hallelujah. Oh God. But we cannot keep being manipulated and abused by these men and women of God, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, speak lies, Lord God. They'll lift up their own agendas, Lord God.
things, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, just looking for your perfect will to be done in the earth, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For we are about our Father's business, Lord God. The enemy may come in like a flood, but you would always lift up a standard for us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would continue to purge and cleanse us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, Lord. Yes, I don't know my Everything that is not like you, Lord God, out of us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
oh God, hallelujah, unidentified animals are surfing, uh, surfing, Lord God, different things, oh God, sightings of angels and demons, oh God, hallelujah, the moon, oh God, and the spiritual world are colliding, oh God, and people are sleeping, Lord God, and the devil, hallelujah, he's wanting us to sleep, oh God, hallelujah, he's just rocking us, keeping us, oh God, Hallelujah, thank 
provide for those children that are his and they want that he's taking care of that are not his, Lord God, and still love them as his own, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you would go in my other brother's home, Lord God, and regulate his mind, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give him a mind to take care of his son, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, find him a new location of a place of residence, Lord God, where he doesn't have to be around bad influences, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let his light so shine, Lord God. Deliver him from heroin, Lord God. Deliver him, Lord God, from cocaine, Lord God. Deliver him from weed, Lord God. Cigarettes and alcohol, Lord God. Whatever drug has got him so manipulated, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Deliver him from depression, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I just want to seek you, Lord. God, 
whatever else I need, Lord God, whatever else comes, whatever I, I just want to seek you, Lord. I, I just want to seek you. I don't want to be lost. People say, you know, you should worry about people. No, you need to worry about him. Hallelujah. You need to be worried about being left behind. Hallelujah. God, you're soon to come. You're soon to come. You said it's going to be like in the days of Noah. Those people, Lord God, seeing the storm clouds. They seen the rain coming, Lord God, and they did not believe. Hallelujah. Some people keep saying, well, y'all been saying Jesus is going to come and he's going to go. You coming, Lord. And many are going to be lost. Many are going to be lost. Lord Jesus, many are going to be lost. Hallelujah. To be tormented in hell. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yep. Hallelujah, God. Body is sick, Lord Jesus. The body is sick. Thank Hallelujah. To preach good sermons. Oh, God, prosperity this. Give you $100. Give you the $50 line, and God going to bless you. Shabbat Jesus, hallelujah. Nobody's preaching the truth. Hallelujah. Nobody's laying on their faith, oh God. Everybody's seeking the work. They only telling us what we want to hear, Lord God. We need the spirit of God. Elijah, Lord God. We need real prophets. Hallelujah. We need real words, oh God. Hallelujah. We need it, Lord God. We need Ezekiel, oh God. We need John the Baptist, oh God. We need these spirits. Hallelujah, these people to rise up, oh God. Hallelujah, we got so much going on in the body, oh God. Preachers being shot in the pulpit. Preachers with HIV. Hallelujah, deacons sleeping with the saints, oh God. And Ooh, Jesus, help us, my God. With sexuality, Lord God, is, the body's sick. The body is sick, Lord God. You're only waiting on the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said judgment begins at the house. Jesus, you are already judging us. You are already judging us, Lord. You are already judging us, Lord God, and we don't be lost if we don't get our lives together. We don't focus on what's really important. If we don't really put down our flesh, if we don't kill and crucify this flesh, none of us going to make it, Lord. Nobody's going to make it, Jesus. The devil is sitting back, hallelujah, rocking the saints to sleep. Hallelujah, he's easing their mind. He make them think because they go to church every Sunday. You pay their time, Lord, and they serve on some different boards. and They might make it to the gospel network or whatever, Lord God, hallelujah. The people ain't being delivered. People ain't being set free, Lord. When you preach the gospel, people, what the word says that they were healed and delivered. They were set free immediately, suddenly. Where is the immediately and the suddenly, oh God? Hallelujah. You are the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. You change not. Hallelujah. My hearts are not right. We're not pure in spirit. We're not pure in our minds, oh God. We're double-minded. And so, therefore, we are unstable, Lord, as your word is saying, in all our ways. 
Hallelujah. I slipped this show in, Lord. And the devil, he knows it. He knows what it takes to be in the presence of God. Hallelujah. He knows that you got to be holy. You got to be righteous. You got to lay down yourself. Hallelujah. But we're not doing that. We're not doing that anymore, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're not doing it anymore. It's all about we got the prettiest shout. And what you're going to wear Sunday. Hallelujah. Jesus, I want to be right. If I don't have, if I don't never get to another church, Lord God, make my soul right. Make my heart right. I don't want to die. Hallelujah. Wake us up, Lord God. Lose my soul. Let us be the voice crying in the wilderness. Prepare you way up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We are living in the last days. You can turn on the TV and you can see it. Lord, we can see you coming, you coming. And we are not prepared. We are not prepared. We're not prepared. Our lamps are not trimmed and they're not burning bright. Hallelujah. We have the spirit of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. We know the word, Lord God, but we don't walk in it. Hallelujah, we don't walk in. We don't have the spirit, Lord. We got a form of godliness. Hallelujah. We got a form. We pretend. Hallelujah. Then when we get home, we pack to doing what we do. We save on Sunday and Tuesday and Wednesday. But we're not really saved, Lord. We're not really made over. We're not really pure. We're not really righteous and holy, Lord God. You're calling for holy people. You said without a spot, you're not taking no acting help. You're not taking them. You're not taking us with our with our sins and hallelujah, the things that we sweep up under the rugs and push in the closet. Oh God, you're not taking us. Hallelujah, the devil knows it. He knows what it takes. Hallelujah, and he got us distracted. Hallelujah, he got us sleep. Hallelujah, blind. The blind need the blind. They all fall in the ditch. Hallelujah. They fall. We all fall in the ditch. Hallelujah. Somebody got to wake up. Hallelujah. Somebody got to, hallelujah, cry loud and spare not. Hallelujah. Somebody got to hear from you, Lord. Somebody got to hear from you, Jesus. Touch our pastors, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, speak to my heart. Make me right. If nobody else wants to be right, Lord, if nobody else wants to give you 100%, let me give you 100%. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Make me over. Clean my mind. Clean my heart. Clean my spirit. Make me righteous, Lord God. Hallelujah. Don't let me run around trying to tell somebody to get the speck out they have with a beam in mind, Lord. Mighty God. Help us, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me to be righteous in your life, in your eyes. Not what man think, Lord God, but you judge the intent of a heart. Hallelujah. You know the secrets of man. Hallelujah. You know everything, every word on my tongue, every thought, every desire, everything that I'm going to do, everything that I intended to do, you know it all. I just want to be righteous in your sight. I don't want to get to heaven, Lord God, and you say, Lord, I thought I was saved. You said many people are going to be like that. They're going to think they were saved. Jesus, help. You're going to think that they were doing right, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. And you're going to say, depart from me. They work in iniquity. Hallelujah. It's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Hallelujah. It's going to be a dark day, Lord God, for many people. It's going to be a dark day for many people. When our pastors, oh God, they're supposed to shepherd your people running around here trying to get status and pats on the back and trying to get big offers. Hallelujah. Judgment stands at the door. Hallelujah. Judgment stands at the door, Jesus. Have mercy on the Lord. Give them a chance to get it right, Lord God. Don't let your people die as an account of somebody else. Somebody else not living right, Lord God. Touch somebody's heart. Lord God, we need you, Jesus. We need you. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord. Man, it's a scary thing. Yeah. It's all on our TV. Cheers are being force-fed sin. Daily, it's in the video games. It's in the music. The devil is working constantly. He is organized. As the body lays stagnant. Mm. We you know, stagnant. We you know we don't we you know we're not talking about what we need to be talking about. We're not doing what God is calling for us to do. And people are lost. People are lost. I'm just praying that the Lord will help me to do what do my part. I don't want nobody that I know that I come in contact with and I don't share the gospel, the truth. Not what I think, not my opinion, but what God say about a situation and leave it in the hands of God. This is a scary thing. People are people are going to lose out. We're going to lose out. We because we're not doing what God has told us to do. He said, seek Him first. We don't seek God first. We are here trying to build churches and build this and build that. The disciples were now building no churches. Well, those are our examples. Jesus is our example. He went from town to town preaching the gospel. He wasn't worried about no light bill and no heaters and all of that. He, that, is not, that is not of God. God will supply all your needs. He said, I know what you have need of. I know you need something to eat. I know you need clothes and shoes. I, I know that. And I, he would never leave us nor forsake us, but we're so busy trying to get stuff that we don't even let God in his own church. We have tomorrow plenty of churches going to have service and God is not going to really be there. He's only going to be there because he's omnipresent. But he's not going to be welcome in his own house. He's not going to be welcome in his own house. Because we don't, we're not letting him in. I, I plan on bringing God to church with me tomorrow. I plan on bringing them in the house when I come. I plan on having the presence of God all over me. I plan on just invoking the presence of God 
worshiping the Lord. It's not for show or form. I mean, like, I, I, I want to be right. I want to be right. I've been watching on the news. They got, they got sightings, people seeing angels in the on 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 the news. They they seeing wings, uh, birds. Uh, they thinking what they thought it was a bird, and they looked in there and they, they, they was like, no, that's not a bird. I mean, man, we got ants. When anytime you got the supernatural colliding with the natural, it's something. It's time to get right. It's time to that get right. That's being revealed. Stuff is being revealed, and we are lost, and we are playing church. We are playing church. Lord, help us. Playing church. And we plan so much that the people that need a visa, they don't even want to come. They don't want to come. Yep. I was like, you can go get a crackhead and sit them in the front row of the church, and they can reveal everything to you. Yep. I mean, prophets come and pack the house out because people are looking for a word about a car. They're looking for a word about a husband. I'm going to get some money. I'm going to see money in seven days. No. That's all you see. When you're on Facebook, what is everybody lifting up? What's everybody quoting? They're quoting about relationships. Yeah. They quoting about uh, that woman ain't no good at this. That man ain't no good at that because of this. Yeah. Because they know what people's emotions are at, and they getting paid off of. They writing books, packing. They packing out arenas. Right, and and, they, and this, that's the thing. We serve God with our emotions, and that He said, serve Him with our whole heart. He said, he, they, you, you can't worship God in your flesh. You can't. You can't serve God. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm like, God, kill everything in me. Everything, every, every desire that don't line up with you, kill it. Kill it, God. Kill it. I, I don't have time to be trying. I've been in church all my life, and I have never, ever seen the church, the body, in the state that it's in. Never. Never. Never, ever. And it is going, and it's getting worse. It's getting it's worse. like entertainment. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a VIP card. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like my bishop sent that letter about the water furnaces. I mean, my Jesus. That is not important. That is not important. Man, if we got to build a bonfire outside to get the That's word. Right. Just to have the word. I don't care. Look, it's enough field out there. You know that? And dress warm. Because we're going to preach in here without no heat. We're going to teach in here without... I mean, you, you just got to get to that place. I felt like it was better in the uh, daggone little room anyways than the sanctuary. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think they need to get, get, get past that. I mean, you know, trying to get a big offering. Trying to get people in there so they can, you know, make a status of such and such. Twenty souls went down in Jesus' name. Then they, then where are they? Nobody's mentoring them. Nobody's helping them. Mm-hmm. They gone astray. Um,
I'm just I'm going on the fast tonight. Uh, I'm going I'm gonna try to do 48 hours, and uh, I'm just speaking a little faith because there's things in me that I know ain't right. I mean, like sometimes I will bloop out, get mad, go I'll get mad, go from zero to a thousand and whenever. And that ain't of God. You know, it's like it all week. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because that's an attack from the enemy. You know what I'm saying? But God allows the enemy to attack you so he can show you what's in you, what needs to be killed. You know what I'm saying? That needs to that needs to die. If I plan on seeing Jesus, I can't be, um, you know, just going unhinged anytime I feel like it. You know, I... I, that, right. I can't. I can't go to heaven with a nasty attitude. There ain't gonna be nobody in heaven with no nasty attitude, right? Right. You know, my flesh it has to be crucified. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Who do you go to when you have these questions and these things? You can't call your shepherd. Jesus sat down with the people. <sighs> my God, he, and this is God. God sat down with people. He watched somebody's feet. You can't even call your pastor on the telephone. He don't even want you to have his number. Do you know I still have <laughs> right. had a meeting with this pastor at this church? See? And I was like, see, I, I was telling myself, I was like, God is showing me these signs, but I'm trying to justify everything. There ain't mm-hmm. no justice. I'm telling the Lord keep giving me if the blind leads the blind, they all fall And I heard this. Well, Jones one day said, he asked the Lord, Lord, why would you send other blind people to hell for somebody else leading them? He said, because a blind person knows the characteristics of another blind person. <laughs> somebody should be hollering. If we keep bumping around into stuff in the dark, can you see? Somebody should be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I know, I know that something ain't right. I know it. And I don't need nobody, no theologian to come with his 1,000 degrees to tell me that something ain't right. I can feel it. And John the Baptist said, who warned y'all when they came to go get baptized? They said, who warned y'all of the coming wrath of the Lord? Mm. Who, y'all, what are y'all doing down here to be baptized? God is calling and people are asleep. People want, they just want, you know, I'm not looking for status. I don't. I don't even know about. I mean, I, I know my calling, but it's not even important for me to ever step foot in somebody's pulpit. Let me preach to the people that I meet. Let yep. me be the bus stop, the grocery store, the gas station, and let the Lord lead me. I want to be led. I want to be pure and holy. That's all I want. I don't want. I don't want to be in nobody's church trying to pack out nobody's church. That's not even a desire. My desire is for me to become holy. So that I can help somebody else get hope. Thank you, Jesus. And it's my desire. It's a scary thing, man. I, it's a scary thing. I've been having dreams, crazy dreams about you know people being left, being left behind, waking up in the house. Mm-hmm. God is like, get your house in order, because He's coming. He's coming. And it's going to be too late, like the diversion. It's going to be too late. I can't tell you to give me some of your oil. You need you need all yours, and I need no. all of them. Mm-mm-mm. 
It's not, you know, it's not about people uh, telling you, you you you're a good preacher, and that's where I, that's where our pastors are right now. They politicking for each other. Want another preacher to pat them on the back? So you show sure can preach. Mm-hmm. Come to my to my people. Mm-hmm. Mighty God. Mm. Not a bad thing. There's a shaking going on. I'm telling you, the Lord is saying we are lukewarm and he is going to spit us out. He will not have anything to do with us because we are dressed up Christians. We just dressed up. We just, we don't get high. We don't drink. We don't party. We don't, but we are so Mm -hmm. godly. Don't have love. We don't got no power. Ain't no devil's afraid of us. You can see it. The devil ain't afraid of us. Yeah, he is not afraid of us. He's going to, if he can go in the church and kill people, have the pastor shoot somebody in the church, the devil is not afraid not of right. us. Right, right. Something's not right. Something is wrong with the body. Something that is, wrong is so with true. You are not. You are talking. I'm telling you, not a devil. When when Jesus he walked up, he, he first thing you said, what 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 do we have to do with you, Jesus? Is it our time? Shut up, buckle. Shut up. The devil. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. The devil, he is not afraid of us because we ain't got no power. We don't have no power. We got a form of God. We went around here dressed up for nothing, dressed up to go to hell. No power. No power. When when Satan ran across real Christians, the disciples of Jesus, he started begging them, please, to us out. Please. They... They wasn't, the devil was subject. The Bible says that the devil was subject to them. If he told them to get out, they went. That's it. The devil is coming into the church and killing They are taking Jesus out of the Bible. I mean, like, what kind of world? We, we were living in a world where they want to take Jesus out of the Bible. Right. I didn't take Jesus out of the Bible. But the Christians, so-called Christians, are not standing up and, and, and taking a stand. We're not taking no stand. We're just doing what we want to do. Say, so, you know, it's more it's more the church than Sunday morning. Lord, help us. Nobody is willing to really lay on their face. I'm going to lay on mine because I want to be right. I want God to kill everything in me that is, I, I, mean, I just want him to kill it all. Kill it all. All of my desires. Just get rid of it all. I lay everything down in front of the Lord. Lord, this is me. This is how I am. This is not what you want. Get rid of it. So you can use me. Because God does not dwell in the unclean temple. I don't care what people say. He is not not dwelling in the unclean temple. And he's not talking about a temple made by He's talking about your heart. He's not there. He is not there. We, we, we I'm telling you, as soon as the organ starts playing tomorrow, you'll see people jump up and do their little fancy dance, and the, the music stops, they stop. Right. It's like if they family's in trouble, that's when they dancing. I'm telling why, you. Why, when I'm in trouble, y'all can't be dancing? <laughs> y'all can't help me out of trouble. They don't, you know, that ain't the spirit of God. 
Yeah, that ain't that is not the spirit of God. Do you know the quote that I've seen today? When your real your real friends will show you who your fake fake friends are, I was like, hold on, how's that lifting up Jesus? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to quote, so I wanted to put on my Facebook page. It's time to grow up. Yes, I'm talking to you. I mean, <laughs> you can't grow without a preacher. And you don't have, if you if you don't have, that's like my kids. If I never fed my kids, if I never gave them a bottle, and then once they, they start getting teeth, and I thought, did I, and I never gave them baby food, and from baby food to table food, they would never mature. Mm-hmm. God, and if, if, if people that God has given over you, if they don't teach you and feed you, you will not grow. You will not mature in right. God. It's impossible. You have to have somebody teach you how to live holy. Paul did it. He took Timothy. He Peter you. did it. You have to have somebody. You have to have somebody live this thing out before you and teach you how to do it. But if nobody's hearing from God, then you 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 know you you just walk you just walk in path. You just marking, you just going around like the children of Israel in the wilderness, just wandering around for forty years, for you know, just wandering, wandering, wandering until you eventually you die. And the torch well. is passed on. To your yeah. Feet. And then and then your children, they don't really they don't really know. You you can see it in the Bible. They went on and did as their fathers did. God took them even even when he let all the old people die. The young people still lived in sin because that's what's in them. They, they, want, they want to revert right. back to their sinful ways or to the ways of their fathers because that's what they're taught. You have you have to be taught. <laughs> you have to you have to have somebody live it before you. And if you don't have somebody live it before you, like my kids, if I was a, a, a lazy mother and I don't go to work, my, guess what? My kids ain't going to work. I don't finish school. Right. I, you know, they guess what? They're not going to finish school. I, you know what I'm saying? If I lay around and do all manners of drugs, my kids going to do the same thing. Dead or don't. You know what I'm saying? Like my daddy, my, my, my parents smoked weed when we was kids. We grew up, we smoked weed. Smoked hundreds and thousands of dollars of weed. And if I don't live right and change, continue to change my kids, my life, my kids going to smoke weed and possibly do something else. Right. Because that's what they're being taught. I'm telling you, even on TV, the cartoons are homosexual. Mm-hmm. The music is transgender. But Christian shows, they ain't, ain't no, they ain't talking about real truth. They, it's all, it's a, it's a joke. Yeah, that's a joke. That's true. That's a joke. We let the we we let the devil do whatever he want to do. The devil does not fear us. The devil in the Bible he says, hey, "Look, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? I, I mean, you you ain't nobody. Because he the devil he knows what you he knows what you like, what you don't like, what you gonna do. He he been doing this for a long time." He's been doing this for a long, over 6,000 years. He's been deceiving man. 
And he ain't just been deceiving man. He deceived a third of the host of heaven. He knows exactly what he's doing. The Bible talks about demons having ranks. We're supposed to be be the army of the Lord. We fight each other. Mm-mm-mm. I I I I pray the Lord tomorrow come through there tomorrow to whatever whoever's church I don't care what denomination but I pray that there'll be a shaking I pray oh God I just pray that He begin to just pull the covers off and just hit some heart. Yep. I don't want to I just keep hearing it's a mirage. Everything is a mirage. Yeah, it's a mirage. It's falsehood. That's why. That's why. That's why they killed Jesus. Cause he came teaching the truth. Where they've been studying words since they were babies. Since they were babies, and he said, "Yeah, you don't. You don't have nothing. You know that. You know the. You know the letter." But you don't, you don't have the spirit of it. Yeah, you know the word, you know the commandments, but you, and you say you, you've been keeping us since you was a kid, but not in your heart. Not in your heart. You're just doing it as a, as a motion, as a tradition. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't rob, I don't kill, I don't steal, I don't do this and that. You do it out of just because. I was just taught to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to hold it in. I want to give it to him. I, you know, I know I want to give it to him. And I know that the devil is going to fight and attack and all of that. And that's how I'm saying because I know that God is with me. I expect the devil to come. I expect him to come and to try to hinder my walk and try to make it hard on me. Right. I expect all that. And that's okay because I know that God is with me. I know he's with me. I know that he is not going to leave me, but we got to get bold enough to agitate the devil. Agitate him. I mean, you know, just think about Dr. Martin Luther King. They didn't kill him because he was uh, telling, you know, he was doing something because he was exposing what was wrong. Right. We need to start exposing mm-hmm. him. Make him want to fight. Make him want to kill you and shut you up. You know? Uh, uh, the lady uh, Herodias had John the John beheaded because she had no business with King Herod. That, that's her husband's brother, and she wanted him killed because he was exposing her. He was exposing the truth. So that ain't you ain't got no business messing with her. You ain't got no business with her. That's your brother, and that's what God. We got we have to start exposing the devil. The devil he's doing too much. He's doing too much. We're allowing him to do whatever he wants to do. And God has given us power over him. Then I seen on Facebook a lady, she got a prophecy webinar. What is that? Come join Hmm? me and I can show you uh, how to hear from God. And (laughs) that's what it said, a prophecy webinar. And you know what? Hundreds and thousands of people are going to be like a seminar. It's a seminar on the web. That's on the web. Mm-hmm. Hundreds wow. of thousands. Of people I just had to laugh and I had to close my my thing. I'm like, I can't even deal with Facebook no more. Then you got people in the church, love the Lord, but they doing body shots and 
I'm just like, Lord, this is not, no. Like, no, Lord. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. You ain't got no business doing no body shots. And listen, I could have stayed in the world for that. I could have stayed in the world and, you know, I could have kept smoking my weed because I like smoking my weed. I could have went to the club. I like dressing all up, being the center of attention. I love all that. I could have done all of that and been fine. But if I come out of the world, I come out of the world to come into something, into the kingdom of God, where there is none of that going on. I mean, uh, Jesus, he meets, sit down with the publicans and the, the prostitutes and all of that and change lives. They don't. I don't want to be a prostitute no more. I, I met Jesus. But how many people go to church that you bring to church with you that they leave and they really want to be saved when they leave? Not many. Exactly. Not many. And I'm like, Dad, people going to be getting to heaven. Didn't I get a PhD? Didn't I get this? Didn't I do that? Mm-hmm. I ain't say you do all that. God going to let you work. He'll let you work. He never said they didn't cast out the devils when they told him they cast them out. He never said you ain't lay hands on the he said you was a work of iniquity. You still, you still in your sin while you was doing it. Mm-hmm. Power in the name of Jesus. You can lay hands on the sick. The sick has to be recovered because you going in Jesus' name. But that don't mean you're right. That don't mean you're right. A whole lot of people are going to be doing a whole lot of things, and they think they, you know, I'm telling you. My, my my whole purpose, my whole goal, I mean, it's this guy's just dealing with me. It's like you got to change. You got to start some things you just got to do. You got to do. And if you don't have the power to do it on your own, you need to lay on your face until God give you the answer and the power that you need to do it. You got to go before yeah. God. Seek God's face. Just seek my face. Because all that, I mean, like, even if you, even if you do got a problem, because, see, it's a lot of the Paul, you know, said some of, some of us was homosexuals and murderers, and some of us, and we was all those things. But even if you got those problems, the moment that you start seeking God's face, he'll start cleaning that stuff up. Mm-hmm. He'll start cleaning it up. He knows, he knows your weakness. Just like Satan knows your weakness, God is very aware of what your problem is. But you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. It's, it's, you know, we want to act like we ain't got no problem when we go. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, we'll just go to church tomorrow, and y'all look and see how many people put on a, a on that uh, face tomorrow. Put on a face like ain't nothing in the world going on. Like they ain't, like they ain't like they ain't got a problem. They don't like they don't feel like cussing somebody out. I get in my car, I be telling my kids, I'm about two seconds off of cussing every last one of y'all out. And in my heart, I already done it. Yep. I done already done it. And that's what God is saying. You might not have said it out your mouth, but you thought it. You felt it. I mean, like, you done worked them cuss words out in your mind. Like, yeah, you stupid. You, woo, 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 woo. That's what the, what the Bible says when a man looks at a woman with his eyes, he already committed adultery. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, it's several times. Like, I was at work. My, I was supposed to get off at 8 o'clock. They didn't let me off at 12. I was like, I'm going to see my I'm going to slap her face. I'm, and I meant it. If she would have walked through that door, I probably would have slapped her. 
But I'm like, Lord, you know, <laughs> I probably, you know what I'm saying? But those are things. When God allows stuff to happen to you like that, that's because it's stuff in you he wants to get out of you before he gets here. He wants that's that right. out of you. He don't want you slapping nobody, but he wants you to know that that's still in you, that you still got that fighting spirit that you need to get under control. And he created you to be a fighter, but not in the way that you want. He wants you to use it against the devil. He wants to use whatever he created in you. Listen, I told you, God said, uh, he lo- Jacob, he loved me. Esau, he hated. So hate is God hate. He even says he gets jealous. But he don't want you to be jealous for uh, uh, some nigga or some female. He wants you to get jealous for the things of God. Look, I, look, Lord, you blessing her. I want it too. You moving like that? I want to have it. He wants you to. He wants you to have every, everything that he put in you. It's not in you. It's not like the devil did not create you. He has no power to create. So he didn't make you a mean person. He didn't. He didn't do that. He can't make you nothing. It's your. It's your will. That's your desire. But he put you on it. He has. You are a sovereign being. You, he cannot make you do anything. But the moment that you, you, just I, I'll give you an example of uh, pornography. Say you, you got a problem with your flesh, and um, he'll drop the thought in your mind, you know, or he'll see you'll see something on TV. It's a suggestion. He, you see something on there and now. You, you, your flesh, you can thought about it. So once he plants that seed in your mind, it's up to you to either uproot it or let it take grow or let it grow. And so now you've seen this sexual being, male or female, whatever whatever your appetite is, and then all of a sudden you get on your phone. Then there's there's another subliminal message. He might somehow somebody tag you to something. You have a choice to either get off your telephone or stay on. So if you stay on your phone, you know your flesh is weak. Yeah, he's he's. he's <laughs> I, I, I'm just telling the truth. He's and then he's he's, he's pulling. You, you know what I'm saying? And so now you've given your you've given yourself up. You've opened your spirit to the reception of whatever Satan goes see that Satan is planning. So he now, if you would have when he showed you this thing, if you would have just resisted him, because the Bible says if you resist him, he'll flee. Yep. If you would have existed the seed, the subliminal message that he sent to you, he would have had to have left. He could not have stayed. It's illegal. The Bible, look, in Job, he said uh, when he wanted to uh, do whatever he wanted to do to Job, and the Lord said, have you considered my servant? He said, yeah, but you got a head on it. So he had already attempted. He had already tried. But God had to give him permission. See, you have to, it's either you're going to get permission or God's going to get permission. Because you're a sovereign being. We are created in God's image. We have a right to say no. But if we don't say no and we say yes, then we've allowed Satan to free reign to do whatever he wants to do. There are demons always present. There are always present. Always. Working. You know what I'm saying? Like, he know the devil know I'll slap somebody, so he'll what he'll do? He'll create the atmosphere for me to slap somebody. And all I got to do is walk away. 
ignore it, resist it. But if the moment that I engage in a conversation, like, what'd you say? I didn't open myself up to get ready to slap somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I allowed them to do it. The devil can't do nothing to you unless we give him permission to. And we in the body has allowed the devil to do whatever he wants to. We allowed him to do it. He can kill our kids in the street. He can bring homosexuality in the church. He can have the deacon sleeping with the sisters and the sister sleeping with the preachers and I mean, we got priests. They're still part of the body. Catholic priests, I don't care what denomination. they raping children. Mm-hmm. But it only takes one person to stand in the gap. It takes one person to tell the devil, you ain't going to rape another kid. Right. And he has to stop. Because God has given us power over the enemy. He said, the devil is subject to you. You tell him, look, I, hey, you done done, look, I done drank my last drink. I done smoked my last blunt. I done slept with my last nigga. I done slept with the last female. I done slept, even if you're a man sleeping with me, I done slept with the last man I'm going to sleep with. You ain't going to do this no more. And yes, he's going to send the temptation. Because he is a tempter. That's what he does. But you don't have to fall. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to. I don't. One of my clients came over the other day. It was like, he like, man, I got this new bud. And he like, uh, I'm, I'm, I meant to bring us some beer over here. I'm like, I ain't had a drink since September. You don't bring up beer over here. But the devil knows, like, man, she likes a nice cold beer. <laughs> so he, what are you going to do? He's going to offer it to me because he knows that's a desire. That's, that's in my flesh. That's my makeup. My mama like cold, nice Coke 45. He just sit on and watch her on the porch, drink her little Coke 45 and smoke a little joint. So what did I do when I became grown? Got me a cold beer, got me a stack of bud. It was planted. It was a seed planted long before I even knew it was a seed. And then he allowed, he, then he let it spring up. All of a sudden, now it's like, man, I need, I, I need a beer. I don't need no beer, but that's the that's the desire. That's what he wants me to think. Wants just like he wanted Eve to think that God was keeping something from her by not having her eat from the tree. Like he would, you know, that's that's what he do. He work on us. He work on us. I mean, I can only imagine how angry he is right now. That my mind is right. You know, I can only imagine how you sitting around thinking like, you know what I'm gonna do. And my baby daddy was just beeping on the line. That's a big test. That's a big test. Cause one, I love my baby daddy. Two, the sex is all of that. So that's a big test. I just ignored it. Don't call my phone. Not tonight. Call me tomorrow morning. Right. Call me yeah. in daylight. <laughs> Call me on my way to church so I can invite you. <laughs> but don't call me. You don't want nothing. You don't want nothing. And uh, and 
Nine times out of ten, he ain't, he, he gonna say something probably that's gonna bother me. It's gonna irritate me, make me mad, or make me want to be with him. It ain't. It only can go two different. Only can go two ways. He's gonna either irritate me or he's gonna make me desire to be with him. And either one of those is. I don't want neither one of them. So, well, you just make it. You have to just make a choice. I'm telling you, he is a temptation, and I hate him and love him at the same time. But he's only. You only. The Bible says you can only be tempted by what's in you. What's your desire? Mm-hmm. You can't be tempted by something that ain't ain't desirable to you. I mean, like, you can't tempt me with crack. Right. I don't, I don't have a desire to smoke crack. You know what I'm saying? You can't tempt me with heroin or nothing like that because that's not a desire of mine. But he can only tempt you with what's in you. He said God doesn't tempt with evil. It's not, he said, you can only be, you only led away by your own sensation. He said, and then it gives birth to sin. Your, 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 your desires gives birth to sin. Your temptation. Not, no, nothing else. What you got in your own heart. Man, oh man. That was busy. He can't tempt. He can't tempt none of us for stuff that we don't already have in our minds and hearts. That's why we got to have a mind of Christ. Why he says have this mind? Because if you keep yours, man, you're gonna walk in sin. You got to have a changed mind. The only way you have a changed mind is to have the Word of God in you. And you can't hear without a preacher. Okay. And that's why God said, "Be a hearer." <laughs> see, you guys. See, if we we that's why we walk by faith, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and not by sight, because you got to hear the word. It's not seen, is you have to hear it. That's why the devil comes and he whispers things in your hearing. He allows you to hear things, and then it gets down in your spirit. That's why he's saying, God, you better, you got to cover it up. You can't let everything, everybody speak into your ear. You can't. Because then you're laying in your bed, and all of a sudden you're having the craziest dream ever. When you wake up, you just you just acted on it because you just slept and thought about it in your sleep, and you can fall into temptation because you didn't guard your spirit. Ooh, help us, Lord! I don't want to be lost. I definitely don't want to be lost over no men, over no blood, man. Who wants to go to hell over a bag of weed? Well, yeah, there's a lot of things that tempt other people. I mean, some people are tempted by crack. You know, parents were smoking dope with them, and they, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, however they got hooked on drugs, alcohol, or whatever the situation may be. It's the devil, he did it long before they even knew that it was a sin, even before they even knew it was a temptation. He had planted that seed in them. People don't just all of a sudden wake up and say, I want to be a crackhead. I want to be a child molester. That seed was planted. Who wants to be a child molester? Right. That's just, uh, 
Nobody. Nobody in their right mind wants to be a child molester. But the devil plants the seed in their hearts, in their minds, when they're kids. He allows somebody else to do something, let them see something, and it gets down and it becomes desirable. It makes it, makes it feel good. It makes it makes you think that it's okay. Even when you're even when you're conscious, which is the spirit telling you, no, 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 don't do it. But if you don't have no power to resist the devil, you're gonna fall. Uh, yeah, the devil is. He's a you know. He like he's 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 after your most prized possession. And that is just so. He wants our kids so He wants everybody in hell because he knows he's going. I mean, like, that's his motivation. He knows, the Bible says in Revelation, that he knows his time is short. That's why he comes down with fierceness because he knows his time is short. He already knows that there is no escape for the judgment that's going to come to him. So it's his pleasure to bring you down. That's what pushes him. That's what motivates him. I'm not going to hell by myself. The thing that God loves the most is going with me. I know I'm burning. I know I'm going. I know I'm going to endure the, the destruction that God has already planned for me. But I'm not going alone. And hell is getting large every day. Growing daily, the Bible says, "Hell is growing daily." Every day, man, we had 365 days in a year. Just imagine, we've been living on this earth almost 6,000 years. This world been going on. Just imagine how big hell is. It's growing daily. It's big. Tomorrow's going to be bigger than what it was today. Crazy. Wake up in the morning and they be talking about another terrorist attack. So another one of our black youth got shot down in the street. And aborted some more babies. Somebody else got raped and killed. The devil works every day. He works day and night. Day and night. We take vacations on God. Jesus. I was thinking about that. I was like, Muslims are fasting and praying right now. Yeah. We take vacations because it was Thanksgiving. (laughs) Help us, Jesus. Don't come to church because we ate too much. What? That's why you should go. To be there, go in there and tell God, thank you for the meal you provided. I'll tell you. Yeah, forgive me, because I will just keep on going. No, but tell them the truth, though. Tell them the truth. Shame of the devil, tell them the truth. I'm afraid. I'm afraid for myself. I'm afraid. To, I'm afraid to be. Yeah. You know, you, you, you better. 
I don't know where they get from. I don't think they to show it to me in the Bible. But you better serve God out of fear. You better fear the coming wrath. Yes, God is a loving God, but He is a judging God. In the Bible, when He came this time, He didn't come to judge. But there's coming a time he's coming to he's coming to judge. He's he said it. I'm coming to separate the wheat from the tare. I'm coming. The sheep from the goat. What do you think he's gonna do? You think he's just gonna uh, oh well pet you on the back? Well, oh, I don't know. You you know no. I mean, what are you coming? He's coming to divide and conquer. That's what he's coming to do. He is not coming with uh, peace. He's coming with a sword. He's coming with some more. He ain't going to flood it out. I'm gonna, he, he's not just going to burn up the earth. He said, I'm going to burn the heavens, too. It's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. He's going to burn up everything. I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time to go to hell. I don't. I ain't got time to go to hell. <laughs> Risking my life for a man, my soul. Because you didn't got on my nerves, I didn't got angry. The Bible says be angry, but said not. I didn't thought about seven different ways, seven different ways of me splitting your head in a matter of two, three minutes. And you know that ain't of God. He said be angry, but said not. Not sit over here and think like if she walk over here, I'm gonna bust her in her mouth. I don't know how many times a day I might have no thought. Quite often. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know how the Bible says confess your sins one to another. I'm I'm just being honest. Several times. I mean, I didn't thought about slapping my first lady at just because she I sent her a text and she ain't respond. I'm like, man, she better not look at me anymore. <laughs> and the guy was like, girl, you better not hey, you better not put your hands in the first place. Oh, do you know almost everybody at that ICAF, the hotels was messed up? Yes, I heard. Yeah, it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people. A lot of people. Everybody. You sent me a text. I'm like, well, unfortunately, we don't have anything to do do with that. What? Girl, I just got out working 16 and a half hours, drove five and a half hours. You tell me you ain't got nothing to do with somebody but have something to do with I was so I, I was fired up. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. Because so, Sunday, last Sunday, my husband went to church with me. And I'm like holding his hand and praising. And it was just like something just cut us off. And I was like, what? And just, you know, because he was just standing there and wouldn't, he didn't have no movement or nothing. And I'm just like, Lord, like, what is it going to take for him to break through? You know, and I'm holding his hand and praising and shouting. It was just like something just broke our hands apart. I'm gonna tell you, God. Uh, he, the Bible says he'll leave no. He's not gonna leave no man with a question. Everybody's gonna know. Everybody's gonna know who Jesus is. And if if 
you can, like they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Look, you live say he knows about Jesus, and he might not uh, come the way you want him to come, or he might not do what you want him to do, or how you know. But believe me, as the God that we serve, he knows exactly what it takes to get your attention. He doesn't want to take. You might have to go blind, or some. Everybody don't have to be. Everybody don't have to go blind, but everybody don't come with Jesus called. Like the disciples came, they were someone was washing their nets, and someone was in the boat. But Paul, he was killing people. He had to be knocked down from his horse and be blinded for him to actually see God. So God knows exactly what it takes to get people's attention. He, some people he can just call. Some people you just got to blind, you know, and and uh, that don't mean that God ain't drawing them. It don't mean just because he ain't jumping and shouting and leaping, you know, that God ain't tugging at his heart. That don't mean that. So, you know, don't be discouraged and don't think that God ain't dealing with them or that he ain't even, that he ain't even talking to God. He might say one thing because the devil don't want him. He, the devil won't let nobody free. But you keep praying, and you keep giving God his word. Look, Lord, you said it's unto me and my children and it's the, that I sanctify. I, and to sanctify means to set apart. So if you sanctify your unsaved husband, you set him apart. Set him apart for what? Set him apart to be saved, to be delivered, to be set free. So you, you keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on living the life that you're supposed to live, and God will bring him out. God is faithful. Yeah, he said, it's not my will that any spirit. See, God don't want nobody to go to hell. But that don't mean they, that they don't mean people ain't going because he don't want it to happen. Right. So you just keep on praying for him, you know what I'm saying? You know, the enemy, the devil probably was right behind. He was behind y'all hands separating because he like, if she keep on pulling and keep on tugging, he, gonna, he might get saved today. Don't necessarily mean God was breaking y'all apart. Yeah, but like, Lord, what I'm, you know. The devil, the devil, uh, listen, he's the prince of the air. He got demons sitting in the church. I'm, Jesus, please open up our spiritual eyes tomorrow. You look around and you be calling me, talking about, girl, I seen the demons in sister next to sister so and so. And <laughs> digging, digging, uh, such and such had a demon right on his shoulder. <laughs> I'm telling you, for real, the devil. Separate. I feel it. I'm like he's like separating. He's like no, because he he got a hold. He he don't want to let go. He don't want to let go. You you command that devil. Look, mm-mm, you gotta let go. I know you don't want to. You done had this hold a long time. You had a hold on me too, but he coming out. See, the devil don't respect nothing but the word of God and the name of Jesus. He don't care about us jumping up and shouting and crying. He, he ain't moved. He is not moved. Matter of fact, I believe he sit back and laugh like, yep, here she goes shouting. Here she goes again. <laughs> yep. Here come Tuesday, I'm going to drop a bomb on her. See if she shouts through this. You know? You got to put the word on that devil because he don't, he don't, he's not, he's not afraid. Why would he be afraid of us? But one, we people, we human. He, he, him, and even in his angelic state, is more powerful than we could ever be. 
Only thing he respects is the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. He is not going to back up off of you because you told him to. But if you tell him to go in Jesus' name, he don't have no choice. He has to flee. He has to flee. I've seen demons around my sister's bed when I was a kid. The devil woke. I'm sitting in my bed, just came home from church, sitting in my bed, reading my word, and the devil, while I was reading my Bible, about 10 demons walked, opened up my bedroom door. I thought it was one of my brothers and sisters playing on the door. Walked in the room, a group of demons. Walked in backwards. They was chanting and screaming, and, and she couldn't hear them. Nobody in my house could see him or hear him but me. But the Lord didn't have me. He had me walk for a reason because somebody had to call on Jesus. Had I not been woke to call on Jesus, they would have possessed my sister in her sleep. She'd have woke up full of demons. Full of demons. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And it wasn't me. I wasn't like I was powerful like the and Right, right. But I was laying in the bed, and I seen him. I couldn't even move out of my bed. The only thing I could say was Jesus. And I tried to call her name, and I couldn't call her name. She couldn't hear it. And I'm like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And the demons began to uh, walk. They started to scream. And the more I screamed Jesus, the more they started screaming. They was trying to, you know, they wanted me to stop. They were trying to scare me. And so on the way out, it was just, I'll never forget this demon run up to the side of my bed and scream in my face. And I would just scream Jesus from my soul. I hollered Jesus from the inside. And this demon just flee. He just ran out. He came in my face because he wanted to scare me. As long as he, if he could scare me and get me to stop calling on Jesus, they could do what they came to do, which was possess my sister. They came to take my take over my sister's soul. Lord Jesus. And demons are real. They are very present. I'm telling you, very present. They are always around because they got free reign over this earth. But it's the grace of God and his angels that keep them from doing whatever they want to do. But believe me, like I said, the natural and the supernatural are colliding. It's a thin layer between them. That's why God said you can have whatsoever you say. You can speak a thing because that is how real it is. I mean, it's just a, just a thought away. It's just a thought away. That's why stuff, and then now stuff is being seen. If you go on YouTube or go on the news and Google strange creatures and angel sightings, CNN got it. And this is, I'm talking about CNN, the news station. They got pictures of angels in the in the half, in the sky flying back and forth. Wow, I'm have to look it up. Look it up. They got angels flying back and forth. People, people, angels shooting down from heaven, coming down to the earth and going back up. The Bible says the angels ascend and descend, and they're going up and down. These are not planes. These are not uh, just natural lights. These are not. These are spiritual beings that are being captured. On film, because we are living the last days, and the devil is preparing to take over. He is preparing to take over. If y'all watch the news, you can see him in people. You can see the devil in people. The way they speak, if you just put on your spiritual eyes, 
open up your spiritual ears, you'll hear him talk. And you'll know it's the devil. And if you watch real close, you'll actually see the spirit come in and out of him. I was watching, I posted on my page, I don't know if y'all seen it, the little boy from Chicago that got shot. I've seen it. Is Naya even on here? She was. She said something about her phone being fired. I don't know if she said oh. But uh, you can see his spirit leave his body. Oh, I've seen that, that video. As soon as, he, as soon as he hit the ground, the spirit just came right out of him. Now, a couple weeks ago, my sister posted a picture about a mouse being killed in a mouse trap, And as soon as he stopped twitching, you can see the spirit of the mouse leave. Leave my wow. God, he this is this this is not a joke. This is real. The Bible says that once you die, the spirit goes back to the maker. The soul is gonna be judged, but the spirit goes back to his maker. That boy's spirit left his body the moment he hit the ground. Thirteen seconds. If you go back and look at the video and watch it, at thirteen seconds you'll see as soon as he hit the ground, watch the mist. Watch the watch the spirit come right out of his body and go right to go just go. Boom, it's gone. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We ain't living in the last days, and the devil knows it. He knows, he knows, he knows. My daughters were showing me something on YouTube the other day. They were watching something about some girl that was suggested by a demon. And uh, the demon was in there, and he was talking, and he was saying how the demon was crying. Like, I wish I never left Jesus. I wish I would have stayed in heaven. He said, we're going to be tormented. We're going to be tormented. This is a demon screaming. We're going to be wow. tormented. I wish I would have stayed in heaven. And it's like Satan makes us do these things. We can't go against Satan. This is devil crying out. How he wish he would have stayed in the presence of God. These are angels that wish they would have obeyed God. But can't. Yeah. And the devil will have us ignorant. That's why the Bible says he will not have us ignorant. A lot of stuff that you find on the internet and stuff be true, but the devil would like to say, "Oh, you know, he wants you to believe that it ain't true." Right. Because as long as he keep you believing that it ain't true, you don't expect him to do the certain thing. You don't. You don't. You know. You like no. Nah, that that wasn't no angel. I think. What are you crying for, boy? He like, Mama, I'm trying to go to bed. He, he was asleep. Was he? Yep. Come on, stinker. No. Come on. Mm-hmm. Talk about is that daddy? Who you talking to? Oh. <laughs> It's Javette from church. Hi. Let me say hi. Well, you should have played on the phone. Girl, you know our kids want to know what's going on. Like, is that daddy? You don't be talking on the phone when it's late. <laughs> we get lost in time when we talk about Jesus. We, we, right. we, we be like God. We exist outside of time when we... <laughs> When but that's what he want us to do. Do all things in the name of Jesus, lifting up Jesus, not all this other foolishness. Yeah. 
He got an ear infection. We was in the ER last night. Girl, he act like a newborn baby when he's sick. Oh. He's suffering. Then now he's getting sicker because he's still. I just had to make him one. I had to make him put some clothes on because he's running around naked. I said, Lord. That's just like uh, my two-year-old running, nose is all runny, coughing. Boy, put some clothes yeah, on. They told him at the hospital, like, boy, you got a, you got a baby sitting with an ear infection. He ain't got no business having no ear infection. He's a grown man. Right. That nigga like, I ain't no grown man. Yeah, you are, nigga. That <laughs> said wind. I mean, the weather changing. Like, it's yeah. He's barefooted all the time. He come outside to my car when I'm pulling in, naked. Got on drawers. Here you go, baby. Here, DJ. Right out to the car. <laughs> he come outside with his boxer briefs on, no shoes, no T-shirt. He come. And uh, now he in here suffering. So I was like, dang, it's feeling like springtime out here. Yeah, right. The weather's so crazy. I try to tell them. I'm trying to tell them. Man, they suffer. They think I'm crazy. Like, don't let that weather fool y'all. Because yeah. something's still in the air. Yeah. Just like oh. that. Just like that other devil. Deception. Make <laughs> 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 you think it's summertime. Like, how are going to be some and the leaves are still falling? <laughs> you know that? That's how he do. He do. That's how the devil does. But see, just like you said, if we take our spiritual eyes and really start looking, you can really see what's really going on. So he'll tell you we got time. But if you put your eyes on, he'll be like, no, we don't. Jesus said well, when we should look up. And we just said look up. When you see these things coming to pass, look up. My redemption draws nigh. You say you won't be able to tell the season except for the trees. Now, if that is so true, we you don't even know what season it is except when you look at the tree. You look at the tree. This old lady used to tell me, she's like, if you notice every time before it rains or storm, the leaves will fold backwards. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I never noticed that. I was just looking, like, dang, the leaves are really turning around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a storm is about to come through there. Yeah, because they want to get all their nutrients. That's another word right there. Ooh, Jesus, I ain't <laughs> hear God talking. Yes, Lord <laughs> Yes, for the storm. You got to make sure you, you prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for what's getting ready to happen. Jesus, change your hearts or minds. Yeah, I'm you. Like these these hundreds of uh, pastors about to go meet up with Donald Trump. Lord, let your Holy Spirit be with them so people can be transformed. And, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Bishop Harris had something on there where he had, was talking to somebody. I want these pastors and somebody, I mean, president. Candidate, and uh, he was like, uh, he was like amongst amongst them. He was like one of the only Pentecostal preachers and this and that. And I'm like, I've seen a video on YouTube. Look up, and he's he's in the video with Donald Trump. 
But he seemed and, nervous. Like he felt uncomfortable being uncomfortable being there. Hmm. If you look at if you really look at Bishop, he looked like he was uncomfortable a little bit. But what what did I type? No, I think it's a hundred black pastors meeting with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah, he was there. Yeah. But they're supposed to, be, supposed to be doing it again. George Bloomer was there, but George Bloomer, in the video, he was endorsing them. Like, we need him to change America back, uh, make America great again. Any black person that vote for this and that, when he said that uh, black people ought to be <laughs> slaves, is a fool. Mm-mm-mm. And they all going back again with him. Mm-hmm. See, it's just about money. It's about money, and people are taking, people are selling their souls out for money. Something you, you can't take that with you. And I don't want it. What I what what I want with American dollars when I when God got streets of gold, right? I can't. I own nothing. This world got to offer. It can't go with me. It's not. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous to sell your soul for a dollar when God got diamonds and jewels and. Streets of gold and water, crystal waters, and you know, and man, come on, are you kidding me? Pearly gates. I ain't, I don't want your daggone folding dollar. You keep it. Jesus. He is this 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 God is rich above all riches. All the riches come from him. There's nothing on this earth that they, he didn't make. You mean to tell me the God that makes the diamonds? And rubies and sapphires, and you think I want to take your paper dollars that you got some man's face printed on? I ain't selling my soul for that. I ain't going to sell my soul for a diamond, let alone your paper money with some sinful man's face on it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mighty God. We got a lot. We got a lot of. It's just a lot we need to be, be doing. And right now, we're not doing it as a body. You know, I'm going to be watching and praying. Yep. I'm going to be obedient and go to church tomorrow just so I can see who he has come preach. But no, if I ain't home for no other reason, just, I just want to see what they say to me. Who did you send to this house? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who did you send here to preach to us? And what is he saying? Because I know what God is. I hear him for myself. I know what he's saying to me. So if you don't come by and confirm it, then uh, you you shouldn't have been here. Lord Jesus, help us all. Yep. I want to go and see. I want to see who he See, he's talking about he's a real good friend of mine. I, I don't need that. I don't need your friend. I need somebody that's got a word. Because he's your friend. Is he a friend of God? Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Is What's he his God? name having he came back to preach? Uh, Clark? Sh- uh, Sh- Shedrick? Sh- what's Cedric? Yeah, he ain't come back. And uh, I inboxed him, and I was like, because, uh, you know, we talk with John Simon. And he didn't even respond. I said, uh, I missed your iCast. And he didn't say nothing, girl. Oh, he wasn't there, oh, Lord. Oh, he was not. 
He was not there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, because we need some good shepherds, Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. God's going to have to put that on my heart to, to give them some more money for this here. Yeah, because I could have sworn they just got it fixed. Yeah, they tripping. Because it was around this time last year when they said something about the heater. Yeah, remember we sat in the, in, the, in that room forever? Yep. Mm-hmm. God's going to have to reveal what's really going on. Yeah, he's going to. Cause I don't want to be a part of something that I that ain't going nowhere. I, I'm not trying to sit in nobody's church and die. I'm not trying to spiritually get murdered sitting in the church. That's why. I, I mean, I I got up and left because he wasn't never there. And then when yeah. when people leave. It's like they bashed the people that left. Right. I mean, I really didn't like it. Yeah, they do it. I'm going to see tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be my deciding factor whether or not I stay or go. Because, uh... I think I got my answer tonight. I won't be going. Right. I'm going to be obedient. Let's see. But I got. To, I, I want to see what I want to see who he left in charge of, of his sheep. Cause I'm like that. When all three of us get, get together, we are having a service. Yeah, we have a good. We girl, God, ain't no doubt in my mind that Jesus wasn't wasn't present. Then when I get and start talking with my cousin, we having a service. Right. And I noticed her, she calls me more than what she used to. Right. Because at first she would call me like every month, or when I call her, she'll call. But now she's like calling me almost every single day. Because right. she's, you know, she's getting fed. Like, you know, right. change is happening. Yeah, two or three. He says two or three. It, it wasn't no churches when Jesus was around. Yeah, synagogue. Yeah, synagogue. They stood up and read the word of God. They and actually, it was outside. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. Uh, they weren't. They had no pews and no organs and stuff. They didn't have none of that stuff going on, girl. Yeah, none of that. You be stoned. You walk up in the church with <laughs> trying to play an organ. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, they been who you out on top of your head. Coming in there, talking about you, you're going to clap your hands in the synagogue. What? You may be quiet. The word is going forth. That's all he was allowed to do. Hear the word. That's when Jesus told the man to stick out his hand. It's withered in. They want to kill him. Don't kill the Lord. Because he was healing on the Sabbath in the church. Man, that's powerful. I mean, yeah, people are 
they got all this stuff going on. But I, I would like Holy Spirit. I know I'm gonna take him with me tomorrow. I'm gonna take him with me. I ain't going. I ain't going. If Jesus, if I, the moment that I feel like Jesus ain't welcome, they on they hit. They got their own agendas. I'm me and my kids gonna leave. Yep, that's what the Bible says. Shake the dust off your feet. Keep it moving. I'm if they don't, me. if they don't accept you, they not accepting me. So shake mm-hmm. the dust off your feet. Keep it moving. Sure enough, gonna leave. Because them miracle signs and wonders, they can keep flowing, but is that is that really God? Right. That he works. The Bible says he works. He he's an angel. He has power to do those things. The Bible talks about in the last days how. Uh, the Antichrist is going to get shot in the head or grazed in the head or whatever. He's going yeah. To Man, how, how are you going to rise from the dead except he's in power? He's going to call fire down from heaven and all these different things. He got to have some power to be able to do it. He works miracles, signs. See, and that's why it's going to be so amazing because you see what how the body is right now. Ain't nobody being healed. Ain't no blind to the eyes. Ain't none of that going on. See, but when the Antichrist is revealed, the son of tradition, when he's revealed, he's going to be working signs and miracles. You know what I'm saying? So people right. are going to flock to him like, yeah, he is really of God because he, this, we couldn't do that. We weren't casting out devils and we wasn't... Uh, Opening up blinded eyes, and none of that was going on when we when we were trying to do it in the name of Jesus. So now they're gonna go in the name of this this other person and do it. Ooh, Lord, let me already be caught up. <laughs> I can't be caught I'm up in that mess. <laughs> they gonna be like, this must be the true God. He must be the true Messiah. Because he's going to be able to do signs and wonders. That's what the Bible says. Oh, Lord God, let me not be deceived. Let us not be deceived. Let our family members not be deceived. Yep. Open our eyes that we may see the truth. Woo! I told him, nigga, I'm going to go off on him, kid. Yeah. I told him. Not to eat none of my cake and fries that I had last time on there. I come here and ain't ate them off. And a little, a little piece of, I can't wait to get on the phone with him tomorrow and tell him about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait. They were like, but mama, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm so Oh, yeah. Kids are hard, yeah. Yes, they are. They want to do what they want to do. You're going to have me looking up strange, uh, what you say, what, strange signs? Yes, uh, strange sightings, uh, strange sightings. This, uh, you can type in, uh, sightings of angels. They'll show you on the bottom of the I'm on the screen where it says angels. I really like that one with them sheep, though. Oh, my God. You see that? Yes, girl. I said, look at God. It's like he start calling, uh, and they start talking back to him, and then they turn yeah. around. <laughs> they start talking back, and they start coming. They start coming up to the gate. 
There is nowhere in the Bible where you're going to find that Jesus is saying it don't matter what you do. It does. You got to repent. You have to repent. Because it matters. Mighty God, number four. He probably saying, I am helping you. Yeah, it's not listening. Yeah, he help him. He help him. Because you know what, those the, the reality of it is, the Bible says, save yourself. Yep, we're all very Yeah, save yourself from this untoward generation. You got, I mean, like he was saying, you got to take the dust from your feet. See, if they don't want to hear from God, that don't mean we stop hearing from them. If they don't want to do right, they don't. Look, we got to have church by ourselves. Uh, the disciples did that. Two, it, 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 sometimes it was just two of them. Sometimes it was just three of them. Jesus went away with two or three of them. He didn't take the whole group. And they gathered themselves together and went yeah. out doing miracle signs and wonders. Baptizing people in the name of Jesus. He's taking Peter and John. Taking them going to the mountain, transfiguration. Take them up there. He don't take nobody else. Now, why? Because was the other disciples not saved? Was the other disciples there? Had he not called them? Mm. Because everybody ain't hearing from God. They don't have the truth. Yeah, everybody don't have the spiritual ears. Everybody, see, they, they, the other disciples probably couldn't. Couldn't handle the fact that Jesus was being transfigured and he's up there talking to Moses and Elijah. Right. See, God is, what God is saying to us, he can't say to everybody. Because everybody don't have a spiritual ear. Wow. He can't say everything. You know, it's like something... You can say to your certain one of your kids that you can't say to the other. Yeah, it's true. Because your oldest can handle it a little better than the youngest one. Or vice versa. You know, some kids are more sensitive than others. And you can say something to some of them that will actually break them, hurt them. Yep. And where you can... Say something to the, to the other one, and it it'll be and it, it's fine. They they understand it. So you know where God is taking us to transfiguration. Him, everybody else can't go. Everybody else is not ready to go. The other disciples could have not been spiritually ready. To partake in that, you know what I'm saying? They might have some growing up to do. The Bible says there was many things done that can't even be recorded. So I'm just like, Lord, you told Noah to build an ark. What are you trying to tell me to do? Right. Well. Do I have to move all the way across the uh, country? <laughs> Right, I think like we keep, anything. Keep on praying and trying to just 
purify our heart. God will tell us where he wants us to go and what he wants us to do. And it won't be no question. We'll hear him clear. See, right now, we fine-tuning ourselves. We're trying to get our frequency just right so that we'll know without a shadow of a doubt that it's him speaking. Just like the disciples, just like Paul. Jesus warned them in a dream. Jesus said this. Jesus said that. We 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 getting fine tuned right now. He's teaching us how to hear from him and know that it's him speaking. You know, so right now we we hearing and we learning his voice and we learning what he's trying to say to us. Yep, because it's funny. I had that one dream and then it just opened up a whole lot of other stuff. I'm just like, wow. Yep. Grandpa ain't trying to eat, and I know I gotta go on the fast. I ain't even eating, eating that uh, uh, cheese ball tonight, y'all. I'm trying to hear my Lord for 3 a.m. prayer, and teaching was good, y'all. <laughs> right. What time is it now? Look. Yeah, you better lay down. We've well, been off for two hours. <laughs> yeah, but what? How long longer than that? We got on about nine thirty, a little after nine thirty. Yep. It's twelve oh eight. And girl, my phone. The devil kept on hanging up. I don't know for whatever That's reason. That's why I was like, where? I know she's praying, but where is she? Yeah, I'm praying. And then Naya was praying, but it was static. Like I couldn't hear her at all. But I heard her, but it was just static. Yeah, he hung up on me several times. I said, "Yeah, that's devil." Uh, it's like, what is he trying to do? Like, we really breaking ground. Yeah, that's what he. That's that's what he was doing. Trying to resist. Trying to resist us from breaking ground. But he lost out. Give us wisdom. We will find it in the word. I'm on. Set the phone for three. If we can wake up, we wake up. If we don't, we'll do it again in that. All right, then. All right, lady. I love you. Love you, too. All right.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.